Welcome to this week's episode of Ronan Talks Languages. This week, I talked to Kate, who works for TEFL Ireland. Kate and I discuss everything about TEFL courses and all the amazing experiences she has had traveling the world, all thanks to her TEFL course. Keep listening to find out more about all the opportunities that lie ahead of you. All you have to do is get a TEFL course. Hi Kate, thanks for joining me today. No problem, how are you? I'm well, thanks, how are you? Good, good, good. Um, so you work for TEFL Ireland and we're just going to have a quick chat about what you're doing, your, some of your experiences, travelling, working abroad, that kind of thing. Can you just tell me a bit about yourself? No problem. So I suppose TEFL has always been in my veins. From a very, very young age, I've, I've always had this want to go abroad and I always knew that was the way I was going to go. So I ended up doing an education degree when I finished uh, my leaving cert and the plan was to go on to do primary school teaching. But I ended up in my third year of college and um, I ended up doing a placement abroad. So we got to do got a chance to do an Erasmus and I was in a school in Malta um, for a, three, a 12-week placement in a primary school and I've kind of got thrown into the deep end. The principal just said to me, look, there's a couple of students here that don't know how to speak English. Would you teach them English? And I said, I've never taught English before. I don't know. I don't know what you're on about. I, I can't. I can't teach English like this. He said, Oh no, you'll be fine. Just go into the classroom and just, you know, just, just mind them, teach them some stuff. So for my whole twelve weeks, I actually ended up with a sort of resource class and um, teaching English, even though I had no prior experience or qualification or anything like that. And I ended up absolutely loving it and kind of falling in love with the whole thing. So when I came back from Malta after my 12-week placement I finished out my second semester and I was qualified in the education degree and I said okay I'm not going on to do primary school teaching I'm definitely doing a TEFL course and I'm going abroad to do this permanently so I ended up doing an online TEFL course and it was 120 hours which is the basic kind of standard around the world and I started looking for jobs in Malta because I fell in love with the country in, in those 12 weeks and landed a job at a private language school there and taught there for about a year taught in Germany after that, taught in Canada after that, um, also taught here in Ireland in some of the language schools. That was my kind of language school journey. And then I looked in about 2015 and 2016, I started to look at teaching English online, which wasn't a thing at the time, actually. It really wasn't. Um, it wasn't that popular. And I ended up working for a company um, and in 2017 launched my own little business online for teaching English to um, to non-native speakers. And I'm still currently doing that. Took my business around the world and taught in 25 countries online, yep. including Fiji, all South America, Bolivia, Peru, Dubai, New Zealand, Australia, everywhere by making my money online and just traveling around. And I returned back to Ireland and I actually got work then with the TEFL Institute, giving training courses and, and giving people what I had kind of learned through the years and continuing to do what I love to do. Great. The TEFL course really has open borders for you everywhere. What's the top city or country that you've worked in? I'm going to say, and I say this to everybody all the time, it's like my 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 party trick when I go to a party that I always talk about is when I was in Fiji, I was teaching English in a beach hut and they didn't have, um, obviously the Wi-Fi wasn't great. So what I did was just bought a little dongle um, where you could kind of top it up. So wherever you went and I was, when I say I was literally sitting in a beach hut in Fiji with my laptop, with my little dongle, teaching English lessons, I was like, this is the dream. So yeah, definitely. I think Fiji would be up there. That's not really something you, you think of, like, okay, I want to go teach English. Let's go sit in a hut in Fiji. No. No. 
is it when you go to teach abroad is it very much like working the whole time or is it up to yourself whenever you want to work yeah I mean you can look at it in two ways you can use it as kind of um, a bit of a traveling a bit of help to get around the world like a golden ticket you say okay I'm just going out to travel and I want to kind of make the basic income so I can get by or you can look at it as a complete career which I did and which I am doing now and you know really move up you know people when they have this notion they think oh teach English in Thailand and that's the most you'd ever do but a lot of people actually make really really big careers um, out of TEFL and there's plenty of private language schools here in Dublin Galway Cork and that you can get into as well and you know teach nine to five at contracted hours like you were in school so it kind of depends you can choose which way you'd like to go with it and like do you think not having a TEFL is almost like a, a barrier for some people absolutely I just say to people anybody anybody who has any notion of going abroad and trying to survive TEFL is the way to go because it, it really is such even if it's not your thing even if you feel like I'm not a teacher you know if you feel like that there's absolutely nothing stopping you going hopping from country to country without worrying about getting a job every time you arrive somewhere or, or looking to try and find money when you could teach a few hours online it's absolutely amazing the doors it opens I got my my little experience of teaching English abroad so when I moved to Barcelona for my Erasmus I worked in an academy and there's something really cool about teaching your own language but it's also harder than a lot of people might think so does the TEFL course teach you in a way that like isn't complicated or like is it very do you have to have a linguistic background to know what you're at yeah that's the thing people think how how can you teach English without knowing say Spanish or or knowing the other language and um, but it really is a case of learning English through English and the way the only way I can kind of describe it is when you think about it when you're when you're a child and you're learning your first language and the way you kind of acquire language is the way you teach it and um, as an adult, even it's it's very easy to, to get across. And even with the say the TEFL course that we provide, very interactive, a lot of podcast videos where you can actually see the teaching being done as opposed to reading a text and trying to figure it out. And I would always suggest that people do the teaching practice element of the courses as well, because it kind of just really gives you a feel of how it is to be the student. So how do you go about getting a TEFL? Like, is it just go online, look up TEFL? Yeah, so basically it, it's quite simple. Now, there are plenty of TEFL providers out there and lots of different companies. And you'll have people like Groupon as well offering TEFL courses for €39, Euro, which is all well and good until you try and use it. Um, so just be careful. Like the biggest things with TEFL is there are there are a good few scam companies out there. So you just really want to check the accreditation, make sure that it is accredited and regulated so you can actually use it in the future. Because the, the courses like the ones on Groupon for 39 they might be act- might actually provide good content, but they might haven't any accreditation, so you can't use it. So yeah, it's as simple as kind of um, going online. Most TEFL courses are self-study and self-learning. So it is a case of, you know, logging in and logging out as you please. You don't need experience or anything to do it. Absolutely not. No, you don't need any experience. Um, the only time when I would say to people that you need a degree um, is visa purposes. Um, it's nothing to do with schools. It's only if people want to get to Dubai, you need you need a degree. That's nothing to do with the TEFL. And what I say to people who don't have a degree is teach online. Go on a holiday visa. What's stopping you going for three months and then hopping to another country for three months if you can't, you know, attain the work permit? A lot of my listeners aren't actually Irish or American or from the UK. They'd actually be from like Spain or France or Italy. Do you need to be a native English speaker? No, you don't need to be a native English speaker, but you definitely need to have a good fluency level. So I would say a C1 or C2, um, advanced or proficient. Now, as well as that, we've had a lot of non-native speakers take our course and really improve their level of English while taking it. You know, it's been a really good help for them also. But no, the answer is you don't have to be um, a native speaker to take the course. 
when I picture teaching English abroad, I picture me being in a classroom like with 20, 30 foreign people in Thailand. Is that always the way? Like, is it always like classrooms or can you can you go anywhere, like any sort of environment with it? Like, yeah, so that's the thing again. As you said, I had that kind of idea in my head that that would tell what it is. It's like we were in a classroom with 20 kind of children in Thailand or if you're in China with like an overrun classroom of like young learners but it's actually not that way at all there's plenty no you can do that that's definitely is one of the options but there are plenty of different ways with TEFL I mean there's adult learning most of the language schools and like one I did in Malta was quite it was a, a private language school for business professionals so you could be teaching in the corporate world you could be going to companies like in South America in Argentina, I did a contract where you would go to, like, for example, these big tech companies like Skyscanner and things like that based in Argentina. But you'd go for your hour and do corporate lessons with, with the business professionals. You could do that way. Here, I've taught in refugee centers, resource in schools. There's there's lots of different ways. Is the money actually like viable? Can you live off it? So my honest answer with that is yes, if you supplement it. It depends where you go. If you're going to Spain and France, the wages aren't great, whatever um, whatever job you do. You know, it, it's not down to TEFL. It's just about the economy that you're living in. If you go to somewhere like Dubai, you're making 4,000 a month. Um, the Middle East, Saudi, Japan, South Korea, 4,000 as a euro is, is, is the, the average over there. Um, and most of these contracts will include, you know, accommodation and flights and reimbursement packages. And then you might go somewhere like South America, in Bolivia and Peru, and you're not going to make that much. But I mean, it's pros and cons, you know, the cost of living is lower. And I always looked at when I was in a country that didn't kind of provide a brilliant salary, I would always do um, just kind of up my hours online, you know, put put, put a, more, a bit more hours in and kind of supplement my income that way. I mean, I don't think people who go traveling want to maybe necessarily make like the equivalent of what they make at home, but it's definitely like a bit of money if you want to do a trip here or there or whatever. So you can literally go anywhere, like anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 My flights. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and people think, you know, they can't, but really if it, for me, the key at the moment is everybody should try and get work online with the TEFL. There's absolutely nothing stopping you getting on a plane and working online and going on a holiday visa for three months, oh. especially somewhere like Bali, because the cost of living is so low, you know, um, in Bali, like it's the, those countries like Bali, um, Thailand, even you get paid quite well online to the cost of the living there. So you're living in amazing apartments, you know, and it, it's the dream. So you said you, you could go off and do business English. What's the difference between teaching business English and teaching normal English? In business English, you'd be looking at kind of teaching corporate skills. So maybe negotiation skills, meeting skills, presentation skills, the language you would use in um, a meeting, uh, those type of things. CV interviews, all those things would cover business English. But a good thing to know is that by specializing in business English or exam English or medical English or whatever specialist courses you want to go with you can get paid a lot more because they, they charge a lot more for those type of lessons and are they the kind of things that you can do with TEFL Ireland like after you do the TEFL course can you specialize and stuff absolutely so once you have your primary TEFL qualification that's your basic general one that will get you the job in TEFL you can go on to do 30-hour add-on courses and they would be like the business English the IELTS the TOEIC the grammar the, the teaching English online and the more and more of those you actually add to your to your resume helps you get a job in the first place because you just look that bit more attractive to the employer and you can get paid a lot more and when you charge for those lessons you mentioned the online English there 
on so on my Instagram at the moment we have a giveaway for the online English. Could you give a bit of like a, an overview of like what that is? Like what what's the point in that? So the teaching English online course, the first thing I would say is if you're somebody who wins the course or doesn't have a TEFL at all, it's definitely like a little taster of what's to expect. If it's something you kind of like or enjoy doing or like the feel of, I would 100% get the primary TEFL qualification then in conjunction with that. And another thing is, is if it's somebody who's used to teaching English or somebody who knows how to teach English, this course will actually help you transition from the classroom to online, which is really, really handy at the moment. Because before, before I suppose this whole pandemic, people would have been had in their heads, I'm going abroad to teach in a language school or in a class. So this course really, really helps somebody kind of switch their mind to from classroom to online um because it can be a bit daunting and a bit there different is, for some there is a big difference i tell you after my yeah. six or seven yeah. weeks now of teaching yeah. school online it's not fun and it's not easy it, it's the transition isn't easy because there's the lack of interaction um, and i think that's what teachers really thrive on you don't go into the profession for anything else other than wanting to talk to people so can you give me three reasons off the top of your head why you should do a tefl absolutely um it's Number one, I say, and I always say to people and why I kind of say, and people say, oh, you're such a preacher, but it's only because I, I really do believe in the whole concept of it. Um, you can really work from anywhere in the world. I really believe it's a golden ticket around the world and, and it just gives you that freedom um, to not have to attend an office from nine to five or be in, the, in, a, in a certain place at a certain time. It's absolute freedom. Yeah, That's what I love. Um, I love as well. Another reason is that you can kind of, put as much or as little effort into it as as you want you can kind of choose how far you want to go with it if you only want part-time work if you only want full-time work it's kind of down to you and you have that again that freedom to choose your kind of work ethic which I like another reason why we do TEFL is you're actually helping people you know it's a job it's not just a job that you're doing you're actually changing people's lives you know and the reason I would say that is I used to work in a refugee center here in Cork as well and what I did was kind of help them get their CVs together, teach them a bit of functional language so they can kind of get around the city and, you know, go to the post office or go to the bank. And it's just when these people come up to you and they just say, thank you so much, you know, like I fit into society now. And you're actually really, really changing and making an impact on some people's lives. So that's another reason I would do it. So it's definitely it's definitely a worthwhile investment. Definitely a worthwhile investment. Yeah. While we're all sitting at home doing nothing. We can spend two weeks of our lives and get a TEFL. And then as soon as the pandemic's over, we'll all be off to Thailand. Absolutely. It's the, be- it's the best time for it. It's the best time for it. So if someone wants to get in touch or inquire about a TEFL Ireland course, how would they go about that? Yeah, no problem. So I would say the easiest way to do it is you can either ring the number uh, on TEFL.ie. It's very simple, just TEFL.ie. Or you can also get in touch with us uh, via our Instagram or our Facebook message. And one of our advisors can give them a, a call at any stage. Great. Thanks so much for joining me today, Kate. Not at all, and thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ronan Talks Languages. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Ronan Talks Languages Podcast, for more information.